1974, the first tabletop role-playing game was created. Since then, people from all around have gathered to play. Join me as we talk with RPG enthusiasts while they share their best, worst, and favorite moments. This is You Had to Be There. Hey everyone, welcome to You Had to Be There, a D&D storytelling podcast. Uh, before we get started, just so always let you know, my awesome music for my intro was created by Michael James McGarry. You can follow him on It's MJ Made on Instagram or It's MJ Music on SoundCloud. Uh, and then my logo for my intro was created by Nicole Summers from the Reliably Chaotic Podcast. She plays Piper in this awesome story with original characters and all that great stuff. Uh, and always, uh, if you want to be on the show, you just follow us here on Twitch or wherever you get your podcast. And send me an email to you had to be there dndpodcast at gmail.com, and that's dnd with the three letters. Uh, but that'll bring me to my guest today is Bella Salas. Hi, Bella. Hi, Tom. Hi. Um, so uh, you, um, when did you? Let's just get right to it. That's how kind of we do it uh, at the you had to be there podcast. Um, how long have you been a D and D player, RPG player? So I count this by being a successful player okay that i've like actually played more than like one or two off sessions so it's honestly as of like um as you say uh covid baby player like i've come out of the pandemic essentially yeah i mean that's that's not a a lot of us uh kind of have been like that so that's fine so did you play a couple times before the pandemic and then that's yeah yeah what, so was that, what was that it. like when you dabbled? How, how did that, how was that kind of like, what was it like for you when you dabbled? Cause I did that too, to be honest, I did dabble right. a couple times, but uh, what did you do? Like, what was your dabbling like? So my dabbling was like during my high school period where I really enjoy like fantasy based games. Oh, hold on. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Allergy season, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're good. You're good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh-huh. So I started off at high school and it was just off and on players that were like, hey, like, have you ever heard of Dungeons and Dragons? Do you right. want to try it? You know, because people get together, your friends a long time, and then mm-hmm. you just, you run out of games to play. So you're like, why not? Right, right. And um, we gave it a shot and we just never were like, oh, how does this work? Um, like, do we really want to keep doing this? Since none of us were like ever veteran players, like no one really took charge. And okay. so, like, it kind of just, like, died off, you know? Right, yeah, that gets tough. Um, yeah, so, so then after I really it don't. died off, then who was the, who took the initiative then when it was pandemic time and this game, a lot of people caught the bug. Uh, and I'm right. not, I don't mean COVID, I mean the D&D bug. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> when, what was that like, uh, like, who took initiative for your, for your, for your group then at that point? Um, so I have a friend of a friend, uh, she plays WoW, and one of her guild members, okay. um, was just like, hey, you know, I'm bored, I'm gonna start a D&D party. Right. And then I've had another longtime friend that has had a D&D campaign floating about, but, um, things happened in the party, and he just wanted to get new, new players in. I got gotcha. And I was like, I got time, 
I'll do yes. it. <laughs> Everybody had time. That was the best part. <laughs> exactly. Nice, nice. So um, which one, who ran that first game? Was so it? I actually have both campaigns still going. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Right. My characters haven't died yet, so That's I'm good. very happy. So, you've, um, so you had two campaigns going with those different people? Yes. Oh, yeah. very cool, very cool. So then yeah. you um you started out. What were your uh what were your two first characters that kind of like that you went for? So um the first one was is a tiefling ranger, and uh okay. we updated with Tasha's cauldron. So um okay we ended up I ended up picking Feywild as the Feywild like, yeah the offshoot of ranger and for my other campaign um i ended up being a wizard uh barbarian that was my vampire a wizard barbarian (laughs) yeah uh i want to circle back to that but just out of curiosity because my first character was also a ranger and ranger gets a lot of shit but I love. I hear that. I love the ranger. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Like I ended up my starting off. Like we literally started from like zero and up. I ended up using right. a bow with like plus seven, like oh, on geez. everything. Just like out the gate, like just fixing all of like my oh yeah, and abilities yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. So like when I actually got like better weapons along the way like now i'm at a plus 11 and i'm only a level five i think yeah people i think that there's some underpower to it but like i really enjoy it and then also the the combination of like ranged versus also the the survival like aspect of it is super mm-hmm. helpful i mean i get it if you're right. like in if you're like in like a dungeon where everything's stone and stuff you're kind of inhibited a little bit but yeah. like the the combination of things you can do with like like i love spike growth is like my favorite spell ever and you're just like yeah. just boom just like cover the whole plant and then obviously hunter's mark is great and hail of thorns is great too I've oh hail of thorns is my go-to wreaked havoc and you upcast that like once you can upcast that to higher levels like it gets real scary so i'm, yeah. I'm glad that like someone else really enjoys their ranger because like <laughs> i really enjoy my ranger and right. I just everyone's like ah just play fighter with a bow i'm like yeah but it's not the same yeah, so it's not you um, know Nice. And then, so what level are you at now with that ranger? Uh, level five. Okay, so, level five. Yeah, we, yeah, level we do five. hard grinding for this. But well, level five is it. when it gets is when it gets real good. Um, and then you took Feywild. I don't know what uh happened with the Feywild um boosts get after that, but I think you get something cool at seven and uh kind of, I think seven and eight you get some cool stuff being a ranger. Yeah. Um, nice. So uh, did you um? So then now this uh wizard barbarian how did you right. how did you work that out because that sounds like that sounds like some like a to, like a something i would also try and do just something crazy like that so where did you where'd you start with that um okay so <laughs> i started off with um it's a homebrew campaign first off okay. yeah. uh my friend he has like all the resources on D beyond and okay. he was just like uh, I just, he, he loves giving everyone the opportunity to do right. whatever they want as much as they can, you know? Okay. And I think that's really cool. Um, Absolutely. and he was like, this is going to be a one shot just to test out all the new players. And I think we started off at like level 10 or something, like something oh, really shit. high. <laughs> yeah. Like we weren't expecting, oh, man. you know, 
how to far just more out of curiosity, how, this. was this your this was your second group then after you started your first group? Uh, so they kind of started simultaneously. So it's like group A and group B. This is group so, B. So so just to for for me perspective wise, you had someone just go, hey, we're gonna start D and D. Start with a level one character. And then someone was like, we're going to play D&D with a bunch of new people to play test. And they said, make level 10 characters. Yeah, they're just like, all right, have fun. Oh like, if you're going to do this, you're going to you're going to just have the ability to do things. That's like well, so difficult, though. That's such a tough thing to ask for someone because the, the game just changes so much. Even after even at level five, yeah. like it just there's so much you have to think about at that point. You got to remember you have your reactions and all this crazy stuff right. you can do. So kudos to anyone who starts off at level ten. All right, so yeah, yeah. So um, uh, go ahead. So when I say new character, uh, new P players, uh, not specifically like we're green players. We're just new playing with each other. Okay. All right. Yeah. So it's like it wasn't so crazy. We're like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like, yeah, we still had questions because uh, we also went for characters that we haven't done especially at that level because it's yeah. like it's hard to get up there you know uh-huh um so yeah i took a level for i basically was maining as a wizard and then i took a level as a barbarian okay just to get some nice little beef up in my weaponry just a little beef. right because, you know, wizards are squishy. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't want to, like, die. Like, I was like, great, I have all this power, but if something touches me, I'm screwed. But did you go up to level 10? No, Which, we just like... started out at level No, no, 10. I'm saying, but, like, so it was only one level barbarian? So uh, level I think nine? it was half and half. Oh, half and half. Okay, so that's yeah. that's actually pretty pretty dirty. Like, that's... Yeah. That means you have I got lucky with, like, my... Multi-attack and role. fireball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, We're not fire-resistant, but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, well, you can multi-attack, and then if they're at a distance, you just... What kind of a race did you pick for that? Uh, let's... Uh, I'm a vampire, So I'm a day-walking vampire. Okay, all right. It's, so that's uh, more of a homebrewy yeah. kind of thing. Okay. Um, that's really cool. So day-walking vampire, wizard, barbarian. Um, how did you... Um, did you do anything like incorporate the two classes together? Like take certain spells to like beef yourself? Like I don't know. I'm curious. I'm like, so there's a goes. specific feature that I really like that just I was like, yeah, I'm gonna make a character based off of it, and it was okay. called Willing Deformity or okay. Madness, okay. and essentially it's um, advantage against like Wisdom saving throws and pulling up the thing now. Yeah, it um. It gives you a bonus to wisdom on saving throws, and it also, like, serves as a reaction, and it, like, helps you against, like, psychic attacks and stuff like that. Okay. And I was like, yeah, like, I think I could work with that. I want a crazy character that's, like, lucid for, like, these few moments in battle right. and just, like, go for it. And so, um, and my wizard is a war mage. So, okay. so, like, I mean, everything, like, happened, like, happened on the battlefield. He's Anyways. crazy old, and, like, he's just, you know, gotcha. out of his mind. And then I was like, yeah, I'm going to have fun sense, with this character. That makes sense, especially with a, a vampire, like, just being old and stuff. What um what kind of barbarian did you pick, just out of curiosity? Cause, like, um, I think it was just one? something simple. Berserker uh, or... the Oh, the Path of the Juggernaut. 
Is it? I don't even know that. Is this fifth edition or is this something else? No, this is 5e. It is 5e. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to look at that one. I don't know if I'm familiar with that one. That's crazy, though. I guess, oh, because you said they have all, uh, your DM for this is the one that has all the expansions? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he has, he really just loves giving as much of an advantage as his players can get. Does, uh, does he also, like, because he gives you the advantage? Like, how's the, what's the combat like? Is it very combat heavy? Is it super <laughs> crazy? So, it's not super combat heavy, but when okay. it hits... It's like you should stop hitting it now because you're going to die. And okay. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it's more of like a almost like a Call of Cthulhu kind of deal where you're just like you don't really fight, you mostly run. Is that where you're at? Um, uh, at well, specifically with Kalen, um, uh-huh. that campaign ended in three sessions. That's oh. how quick it went. Yeah, that was super fast. So that one was I'm actually still with, a one shot. Okay. Yeah. So I'm with the same dm okay. and we're in the same world we're just in a different part of that world with okay. new characters did all your characters die is that why that campaign ended or <laughs> so here's the thing i've never died but i've never gotten an ending for that campaign so it's just like did i really die did i really win? how did it how did it end then is all right so we were the the hook of the story was that we all were on this like hunger game island where like we had to fight for glory essentially okay which is cool like we could totally do that and we ended up fighting um two other players that were fighting against us and like you know we're teams essentially okay and some somewhere along the way we're just like okay these two ba- you know baddies aren't dying like what the heck is up with everyone's individualistic decisions? Because we like we weren't on each other's side particularly. We gotcha. just all showed up, and um, we started attacking each other all of a sudden. And we're just like, all right, I guess we're just gonna decide who the winner is then. And um, real life ended up happening, and some of the players had to bail out because of like gotcha. work and jobs and stuff, and we just never got to the point where it was like the last two of us. It was me and one other girl, and we were supposed to have a session. I was like, yeah, I, like I got all my right. spells ready. I like upped my weapons. I'm ready for this. And then she's like, yeah, I can't make it. And then we're just like, okay, I guess campaign's done. You won. And I was uh. like, what? I didn't win, though. Like, I didn't get that, the glory, the story. Uh, that's, yeah, that's bittersweet. That's like, that's not the same. It's not the same at all. Right. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So yeah, it's you just want like, that, uh, you want the W for sure. Especially if you're doing a battle Royale. That's cool. I've never done like a battle Royale before kind of situation. Right. Um, have you done another one since then? Or was that your only I have. time? Yeah. So yeah. Um, I've done, when I dabbled in high school, we did a few battle Royals, but nothing okay. remarkable. Um, the most remarkable i guess battle royale is one i set up i actually dm'd and did a one shot and it was a battle royale so camp uh group a of the other campaign that i'm in um Uh the dm does her own story um her name's sarah and uh she dms all the time so she likes to give us a break and she's like does somebody want to take a turn dming And essentially in that group, we all take turns once a month. So like she has a break and like she can get the story together. That makes sense. Yeah. Which is really cool because it also gives us like experiences outside of just being players and like 
now like I have more of appreciation for like mm-hmm. people who have DM'd forever. Like I've listened to a few of your podcasts and they're like, yeah, just straight up DMing. I'm like, good job, guys. Like yeah, couldn't make, have don't have that creativity. Crazy stamina for that. I'm like every once in a while, like once a month, I'll DM a game now is kind of what I'm doing. And like, I'm like, right. this is great, but it's a lot. It's a lot of work. Um, yeah. My, Especially uh, if you want like a consecutive story happening too. Yeah. And some like my, my DM, Nicole, who was on the podcast, uh, you know, she had the heat metal episode. Uh, right. she will like, if, if someone can't make it, she just has another campaign, like ready to, I don't know what it is. I almost, I'm always like, you sure? And she's like, yeah, I'll find, I'll figure something out. And like savage. So now she has like six stories going at one time. So some people are just oh gosh, born and bred for this, where they just have untappable writing capabilities. And, uh, it's so impressive, but, but you got to do one and you did, you did, do you all do battle royals or that was just your choice? No, that was royals? just my choice. So, okay, cool. um, I'll get into the other one-shots later for the other party members. But for my one-shot, I actually ended up using Kalen as the big baddie. And it was an earlier period in his lifetime where he was running. Kalen is the vampire, the wizard barbarian. All right, I just didn't know his name. So, all right, cool. That's cool. (laughs) So you brought in your... I was just like, you know, I'm going to give this guy a life. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that makes sense because he's also been around... Forever, forever so like yeah yeah crazy okay so you bring in your your wizard barbarian uh yeah and uh to be the big bad he just he's like yeah essentially you're gonna fight for glory and whatnot and i wanted to include something that like i guess motivated everyone so i got mm-hmm. it approved with my dm and i was able to give away prizes to okay the players so like that it would carry over into the main campaign Oh, okay. so that like they they're like yeah you know you have some little token to remember this by, um, and so Kalen brings in these new players and my biggest thing was um, to work on using the map the arena itself like going by like um, height and distance and all yeah. that. Oh, um, yeah. I was using roll twenty. And, you know, I like how it gives you the measuring and whatnot. And yeah. I was just getting used to, like, letting players move themselves. Right. Because um, I'm not very tech savvy, as you <laughs> know from the No, intro. no, it's, it's fine. But, um, um... Do you like... Was Roll... So, like, I have played a little bit on mm-hmm. Roll20 with someone, but I haven't really used it. Did you find it to be pretty user-friendly? Because I know a couple people yeah. who use it. Yeah. Like I started straight up I just got a map off of Google Images, yeah. not even gonna lie, and I just threw that on there and I made small tokens or some pre made tokens and people cool. were like, because there's a a game master level and then a level where everyone's open to moving their stuff. Right, right. So on the game master level, like I put like towers, I put dragons, like I put my cool. effects for the arena. And at the top of every round, I would flip uh, a coin, like yes or no, essentially, if Kalen would participate. And he, if he participated, he would be able to do a surge of magic to one of the towers, and it would affect the area, like going from 10 feet to like 50 feet, depending that's, on the D4. That was that's rolling. awesome, because that, that was actually going to be one of my questions, is like, because you think like DMing a battle royale, like you have to spice it up in some way, because otherwise right. you're just like, yeah, I don't know, just roll your dice and stuff. 
and I'm just going to grab a beer, I guess. Because, like, otherwise, there's no actual DM participation other than, I guess, right. kind of refereeing rules. But mm-hmm. uh, that's awesome. That's a great, like, cool way to, to do it is incorporate these, like, uh, hazards in the battlefield. All right. So, yeah, like, what um, were some of the wild, like, uh, the magic surges? What did you use? So, one tower was a thunder tower. Nice. And um, okay. it would push all the players back like 10 feet they would take like i don't know two d8s of damage um i just pulled like from random spells with the same element and just kind of toned it down a little because my goal is not to kill the players themselves like it's for them to duke it out they're hazards Um, they're not like death you know just a little annoyance here or there right yeah like i had two uh two bodyguard dragons just chilling out outside the arena i was like you could try to run oh yeah but they'll kill you that's that's funny (laughs) because like you could have just sealed it off but like nope (laughs) no i'll give you a way out but i'm gonna put two dragons that's fucking great well well done that is really that's that's really funny (laughs) sometimes they yawn and there'd just be like a little spew of like uh agorist scorcher and it's just like oh Oh, you you might get some damage It reminds me of Holes when he's like, you see any fences? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was fully prepared for them to try and fight me. And then I just like, I looked at my guy and I looked at their guy and I was just like, no. What level were they? (laughs) Uh, They were level six. So they got a little fun. But I kept them all to only martial class fighters. Because a lot of people want to go for like the spicy stuff, which is not bad. But I feel like if we round out like every every class like it'd yeah. make us just better players in general you know yeah i mean for a battle royale it kind of makes sense for a martial class were they allowed half casters or only no it was straight up fighters so uh, fighters monks like and rogues, we're so used to fighters? uh monks count okay pseudo barbarians but barbarians too, um yeah, they weren't like high enough where like they could cast something and it'd be crazy right um yeah, because we love our spells. We have a lot of casters in our actual party, so right. I was just like, let's let's change the pace. Gotcha. Because it's not um, they're just gonna like stand fifty feet away at all times, and then like, oh, there goes my map. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's there's uh, ways. I, the casters can be very dangerous, but also like, casters only dangerous until the barbarian gets his hands on them or her hands. Yeah, on them. you know, it's yeah. like it's. It's it is what it is, but it's also like I don't know, like the page that I took from from my first guest Peter from playing with him is right. like if you're playing a strong character, just grapple the caster. That's it's the <laughs> easiest thing to do, yeah, all the time. And I've n- will never if I have a good athletics and there's a caster that's a bad person like bad guy, I will one hundred percent grapple it from here on out because it's the dumbest thing exactly. ever. Because then they're basically rendered useless unless they have like misty step, but like. Oh, that's so, exactly why I wanted to be yeah. Wizard Barbarian, because I was just like, don't touch me. You're going to try and yeah, touch but me, even and then, that, then like, there you go. <laughs> even that. All right, so you misty step 30 feet away. Guess what? That Barbarian's got 45 feet of movement. Like, I don't know. You know, it's, exactly. it is what it is. So, um, But that's awesome. So how did um how did it go then? So you have your your dragons, your Barbarian <laughs> uh, Wizard. Uh, how did um how did it all play out? Um, It didn't go as quickly as i thought it would i mean not that i wanted it to be like hey we're done one two three but it was more like i realized i had to fill in 
too, and like that's why I gave myself a turn so I just kept yeah. them motivated. I also had like an assorted thing, assorted uh, chests on the map as well, so that like Some one items. was like, yeah, <laughs> one was like nothing. Another one was like a uh, healing potion. Another one was like um, a narcotic like potion where you ha had resistance, and like one right. of the towers did that. So okay. just I yeah, gave everyone good. like little edges on top of everything as well. Um, our DM, or our most experienced player, uh, actually ended up getting second place by like literally one health point. <laughs> like um, oh. our bard ended up winning the whole thing, and she ended the she got a bag one? of holding. Um, in our uh, main campaign, she's a bard, oh, but. Okay. Um, I, I forgot like, what she was. <laughs> yeah, okay. I forgot what she was in um my one shot it's essentially. But she ended up winning with like literally one health point, and she's like, "I'm never doing this again. Like I can't. I would just want to sing." It's got to be so stressful. I, I haven't done it yet. It sounds fun, um, but it also sounds stressful because you're like, ah, I have to kill everyone. Yeah. Um, nice. So, uh, so that was your first. That was your first time DMing. Uh, yeah, like with serious players, I want to say, because nice. I nice. tried DMing in high school too, and I was just like, yeah, I'm not ready for it. I mean, it sounds like you did a really good, I was like a total wimp about DMing my first time, I'm like, I'm going to buy a module, and it's going to be the easiest module I can run, so that's like really cool, you, uh, I'm right. really impressed on all the cool stuff you thought of, um, I'm not <laughs> jealous, I wish I th thought of some of that cool stuff. Yeah, um, um, map traps are, like, a, a really big thing for, like, up-and-coming DMers. Like, you, you should really just allow the area to have effects as well so you don't feel yeah. like you always have to drive everything. Like, oh, hey, yeah. that tree, it's magical. It's just, yeah. like, spewing fire at you. Good luck. Like, No, it makes sense. Traps. Yeah. Um, I got to think about to incorporate, like, more traps and puzzles into, into the games that I've been kind of running. So, uh definitely been learning a lot on that front um so uh so you have um do you know what you're going to do for your next when it's your turn again nope no, no idea that's fine i mean you but, got some um, time so well you, you yeah said once a month someone takes over once a month someone takes over uh we have not all of them are one shots the uh -huh. other players that have dm'd have their campaigns where we're still alive but like we just ended on a note where like if we continue or not either way we're good right um one of them we defeated a kraken nice. and then we like ended up not drowning in the middle of the ocean because someone rolled wild magic and got a unicorn and we just like had a mile left to shore and we're like we made it we nailed it that's where awesome. we live i love i love the wild magic we that happened in one of one of our actually on the final boss in our main campaign, which we haven't like done the tie-up ends yet, but one of the I used um like an inspiration from the traveler, and mm -hmm. my DM rolled the wild magic table, and we ended up getting a unicorn to nice. help us fight the main boss. So it ended up working really badly in his favor, unfortunately. <laughs> but which is not what's supposed to happen when you mess with the traveler. <laughs> so like, right. it's hilarious. <laughs> um. So oh, so use the unicorn to fight the kraken. No, we oh. we just bolted from um the ocean to gotcha. shore so we didn't drown gotcha we, were, like, nice, nice. we got the kraken on the last herd and he's like all right well now we're our boat's sinking we're yeah. still out here oh that's true yeah because even if you win 
against a Kraken, you kind of also are going to lose because the boat's yeah. going down. I guess that is that kind of what happened? Essentially, yeah. We yeah. were like, hurrah, we did it, but did we win? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, hilarious. I guess, the second, like, spin-off campaign, um, we actually, it was a really cool concept. Uh-huh. We had to take a video game we last played and we had to create characters as that char- video game character. Nice. And we were as ourselves, but we had to live their consequences by going through the levels of hell. So, like, everything you normally do as a video game character, you're like, yeah, I'm just going to kill that person because I can. You now had to suffer for it in this campaign. Oh, So geez. we would go through judgments and all that. And, um... Uh, the last video game that I completed was God of War. Okay. So I ended up creating a, a barbarian with the path of Berserker. Okay. You know, just to mimic Kratos, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> and I ended up naming him Yob. Yob? Spelled Y-O-B. Because okay. all he says in that game is, boy. Boy? Come here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, in the, in just, the video game, he says, yeah. boy, come here. Got you. Yeah, yeah. So so you named him Yob. Your boy. Yeah. Okay. Bullet. And um, we're still at a very small level, level three. Nothing okay. crazy. Um, But we freed Satan. That was our oh. goal. Like, we're, he was just frozen there in the ice. And we're like, we're just going to free Satan. And then she's like, starts panicking. She's like, all right, so the session ends here. We'll get back to it next month. <laughs> See, that's funny. The Yeah, that's the panic always there. And something terribly, <laughs> yeah. terribly wrong happens. You're like, oh, I didn't know how to end this session now and figure out what to do. Oh, man. Well, that, yep. that's hilarious. Oh, man, I, so. I want to hear, I'm gonna hear uh, about what happens with that. I'm so excited to see if nice. we actually get to free Satan, though. Are your characters, are is everyone in the party inherently like chaotic evil or anything like that? Um, everyone, that was just no, we're playing as like our real selves th- in that these video games. Okay. Yeah, so it's just like <laughs> I don't really know if we're good people or not because we're now freeing Satan just because we can. Like, I guess when the opportunity permits itself, you never know. Sometimes maybe exactly. we all would end up freeing Satan in the end. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, we want to get out of hell, and I'm sure he does true. too. That's true. Um, nice, nice. So, uh, so you've been playing for, I mean, yeah, I guess it's been like a year and a half now. So, just uh, playing multiple games a week, your monthly yeah. games, and just throwing it out there. Um, did you? Uh, what so far? So you've you've only really had a few characters though, which is pretty good. Is that true? Like you've yeah. had just a few those the two or three characters you've made. Yes. So the sec uh, campaign B, the uh-huh. one that had the wizard barbarian that ended, right? The that same DM, yeah. uh, started a new campaign, right? And I'm still currently playing that campaign. So, so what are this you playing technically- in that one? That one is uh, also a homebrew, okay. but I'm doing right now a druid warlock. And my race is a Sphinox. So basically it's a, a like a Phoenix person. Nice. Okay. So the, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of homebrewing in the games. That's really cool. I have like homebrewing to me, like I've done a little bit with like 
the campaign setting, but messing with mm-hmm. the rules, I'm like not comfortable oh, yeah. with. I'm like, but I don't yeah. want to do it wrong. But that's really cool that they that uh they have the ability to do that. Um, and then how long have you been doing that one for then now? Uh, this one, I want to say is like a month short of the campaign A, just because oh, okay. we had that one shot, and then he right, was like, right. okay. I like these players. Let's start something real. Nice, nice. And um, his whole world is homebrewed. Actually, it it was him and two other friends that started it, and it just happened to be his turn uh-huh. on the world. And they created like a whole lore with the god based system and everything. Like I believe in the god of luck. Um, don't ask me to say the names because I don't know them all. <laughs> How do you not yeah. know all the gods? In, in the, the you know it's. <laughs> I don't. I don't Jeez. even think I can name all the gods that exist in our current world in real life. <laughs> I don't even think there's only right. like six of them, but I can't name them all. Um. So then, uh, oh, this right. time, like, do you have any favorite kind of fun stories that uh, you want to share for the folks at home? You got like. Um. You know? Hmm. I think the most thrilling story from this campaign actually happened like two weeks ago. Okay. And which one is we it? started is this off? A or is this the one that you've been campaign playing? B? B. Okay. Campaign B. Um. So this is. Um, this is the one that you just my uh, Phoenix person. The Phoenix person. All right. Cool. Yeah, Druid Warlock. What's their name? Um, Asahi. Asahi. It's, <laughs> it's Japanese, and okay. I tried so hard to learn how to spell this name properly with kanjis which is the japanese alphabet gotcha and i literally tried for three hours on this name and it just didn't come up and i just ended up using a google search thing but uh further in the story i end up getting an owl bear as a pet and (laughs) my dm's like congrats like you found an owl bear and i was like great he's like what are you gonna name him and i was just like fuck it his name's jason jason okay so yep Spent three name three hours on my name, but I just was just like, all right, first name. Jason. I feel like that's what happens with pets. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> yeah, you just name Ranger had whatever. a squirrel, and I was like, I don't know. His name's George. That's his name. <laughs> now. Like his name's George the squirrel, and that's the way. Give it him works, the most so. common. Yeah, the most exactly. basic. It's easy. Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, Asahi uh has an owl bear named Jason. Nice. Um. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we started off day drinking. They okay. found a bottle on, like, this random scourge. I had to skip the prior meeting just because of, like, life events. Mm-hmm. And they brought it back to our main base. And our main base is basically this giant treehouse on this New World map. And okay. I grew it out of, like, a spire seed. Okay. And I've been, like, cultivating it as a druid, and it's just huge, homebrewed, 30 floors. Like, I have a dryad to help me keep up with it. Very and, cool. Um, yeah, I actually named this place the Altar of Atlas. Okay. Uh, and it's, like, the first, like, tavern uh, in on this planet out of a tree. Very cool. So. That's awesome. I love that. Um, Actually, so my last guest... Um, uh, Brian, who has the the reliably chaotic podcast, mm-hmm. in his world there is a um 
it's like I think it's the tavern or the inn. I think one of those two in the world is run by uh, the um, the dryads, and they mm-hmm. kind of like it's cool because they can like go through the wood. So right. essentially, like to help some, you know, they're like, oh, I'll pop into your room, and then they just end up through the wood into the room. So it's like it makes sense that you would actually have. That's just kind of I saw the connection there, and that's that's cool. Yeah, that you have that makes sense. Uh, I need the help. Thirty floors is a lot. So you're just becoming a contractor now in your. Uh, uh, that's kind of like on our off time. Like we still go out and adventure. We left right. like an NPC behind to like just help run the place with the dryad because the dryad can only go as far as the tree. Right. So, right. um, she's essentially there all the time. Nice. Right. Um. So yeah, we start off day drinking and uh it's a bottle of like the strongest alcohol in the world that they took off the pirate ship and they couldn't read the label. They're like, Yeah, we're just gonna cheer to our good health at the breakfast table. Everybody takes a swing. Two of our nares are like knocked prone instantly. It's <laughs> 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 just because they couldn't handle the tolerance. Just that, poison straight off the gate. Movement. Wait, so it was just poison? Or it was just poison. It like, wasn't even. But... <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even like settled alcohol. It was just poison at that point. Think of someone just like chucking back a glass of Everclear and calling it a day. So did they make... So it was booze, they just couldn't handle it at all. Yeah, it so, was, It didn't go well at all. They had did, to go to the med bay. Did it they was have bad. To, did they have to save for it? Or was that <laughs> Yeah, they, ended, under, they okay. ended up having to save for it, but everyone succeeded. They got lucky. Okay. Um. And, yeah, we're like... Um... So let's go out and adventure after nearly dying at breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Let's just continue our day. Uh Um, what happened? And so like currently in the world, uh, we're just mapping out what we see essentially. Mm -hmm. And we come across this one camp that's like kind of on fire, like after being pillaged. Nothing mm-hmm. like full blown like still oil and everything. And I'm trying to remember who started the fight. <laughs> Honestly, go on. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody in this campaign is kind of chaotic. We're all like okay. hermits that have come out of the woodworks, and we're just like we're just gonna do whatever because that's right. all we've ever known. Um. So you were out there, notes. and someone... Who were you kind of engaging with that you ended up fighting with? Uh, the baddies that were still around. So, like, that that were still there, like, leftovers of the pillaging and whatnot. And we're like, hey, what gotcha. you up to? You know? Like, what are you doing? So it wasn't necessarily your business. You just kind of saw them as, like, kind of scummy people. So you're like... Yeah. You know, adventuring. Right adventuring stuff. Yeah. Nice, nice. Um, and, um, um, in this village, we end up getting a kid, like, from the rescue, like, he's just there, so we're, like, this party of, like, chaotic people, and, uh, we stopped the baddies that were there, or not stop them, but, like, just kind of 
clean up the end crew. Right. And we end up finding a kid. We name this kid Jericho. Jericho. We now have a child in our campaign. We're, very, we're just like, what do we do with this child? This, is, this feels very The Hangover, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> like, you like, took care of these bad guys, and you're like, yeah, we're a bunch of chaotic guys. And you're like, wait a minute. Where'd this baby come from? Exactly. We're just like, what do we do with it? And we had okay. full range on what to do with this child. Like, we could have killed it. We could have let it, like, die. Like, we could have whatever. Yeah. No, instead, we take care of this child. We end, we end up we're like, right, we're bringing it home great i feel like even and, in a certain character it would be tough to be like we're just gonna leave this child that's a tough right call like to how make, do you so. throw a kid into like you know like yeah we're gonna uh, swing our axe we can't yeah we can no yeah. longer do that <laughs> and um so what happened is that we bring jericho home and uh-huh. i end up having a private session um with the dm where i'm on my own for a day Okay. At at the treehouse. And it's me and this kid. And I'm watching this kid doing my own thing, picking my berries, running my Morvis harvest. And my DM doesn't know how to fit this like plot into the into the main story. So he's like, the kid falls in a bush, you know, playing, and he gets up and a second kid follows out of the bush. <laughs> and- <laughs> And I'm Wait, like, what? What? <laughs> what? I have two kids now? Excuse me? So I'm here as a druid trying to nature check this fucking bush. <laughs> and I'm just like, what's wrong with the bush? And he's like, you know, I don't really know how to say it. Nothing's wrong with the bush. Your kids just got a twin. And I'm like, great. So he just threw you a twin? <laughs> yeah. No reason before? <laughs> we don't know the reason yet. We just know that the kid came out looking exactly like the uh, the original kid. I think this. Except kid... now, I no longer know the difference between the two. I don't know which kid is the original and which one isn't. So it's, it's not like I could get rid of the other kid and be like it never happened. <laughs> and he's just like, no, it's a kid. I I do an insight check. I do a perception check. Like I'm literally its mouth. scanning <laughs> this kid head to toe, and he's like, nope, it's just the normal kid. That looks exactly like the first one. It sounds like the first baby reproduces by budding, and I don't really know how to handle that. I don't. (laughs) I don't either. That kid might just be like, bloop, another one, bloop, another one. That's hilarious. Yeah, so at this point, I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my god, are there going to be more kids? How do I stop this? It's clearly not the bush. Like, you buy like a local town or something, or not? No, we're we're at home. We're chilling at home. And, just... like, this is just my first day babysitting, and I somehow get a second kid. I would start looking around for a nice family that can't conceive, <laughs> and I would see if you can get them a foster <laughs> just home. Just start giving away kids at the really... tavern. Yeah, and this kid just keeps going. So, like, maybe if other people just can't have kids, there's plenty of people. Some older folks maybe want to have kids. You know, maybe uh, maybe there's a, um, uh, you know... a. A half elf and an arakakra that are in love but they can't conceive because they're different all over and uh they want right. a kid and now's the time get ready <laughs> that's Man. really fu- that's really funny though i very, wish very cool. but um no i ended up having to be responsible for this child oh my god and i ended up putting colored bracelets on each of them just okay. to pretend to know the difference that's smart i still don't know the difference did you <laughs> but um i did uh, so the first one's named Jericho, and the oh, second right. one I, I named 
uh, is named Jerusalem. Because for some reason, we couldn't think of any actual names. Jerusalem. We were just like, what's a holy place? Great. Jerusalem. And I was like, no, Jerusalem's too long of a name. Let's nickname him Jesus. So now we have Jesus in our campaign. Okay. We have Jericho so and Jesus. Jericho and Jesus. Very cool. And we have another player uh, uh -huh. named Cain. So okay. we're getting really biblical up in this place. Very biblical. The biblical party that's so, – oh, my God. It's actually, like, almost kind of religious because you you don't even know who the parents are. It's just – this could <laughs> nope. be really important, actually. <laughs> maybe, maybe fostering this child isn't the best idea. It could be, like, crucial to the fate of humanity in this world. Um, Came out of and the bush. And it's very, very cool. Came out of the – yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez, uh, was the bush on fire? No, it wasn't. We were a druid. You would have put that out. Um, that's really, really funny. Very, <laughs> I would have put it out. I tried stuff. lighting the bush on fire because yeah. I was so suspicious of it. I was just like, you, the, you're yeah, to blame. skeptical about that bush. For sure. Maybe, I don't know, you should try throwing some coins in there, see if you get more coins. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Very, very uh, funny. I actually have a rich dad in the basement, but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're kind of almost out of time, so why don't you tell me oh about boy. that rich dad in the basement, and then we'll we'll get out of here because we're almost at uh like forty five fifty minutes. So uh, tell me about that rich dad, and uh, how do you end up with a rich dad? So you're a, <laughs> so you're a phoenix druid with a, a rich dad. How'd you end up uh, adopted, or is this your biological father? He's technically my biological father, okay, but distant father, and by distant father, I mean he's the father of my race. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, Big Papa Phoenix, I got you. Yeah, so he's he's just the big old sugar daddy to me right now, because we're not close, right. and he's just like, hey, you're, you're a very, we're a very rare species. We're That's like a one in a million yeah, kind of thing. Sense. Yeah, so I was just like, oh my god, this is my first time ever seeing, like, the same race, like, this is so weird, and I'm usually all disguised, because, like, people are after me, Right. and he's just like, why are you hiding? There's no reason to hide. Who's who's uh, after you? Don't worry. I'll beat him up. I got you. And it was just like, oh, well, I don't need that. But um, in his lair, there's just like he's been alive since the beginning of the world. Right. So he just has collected treasure everywhere. Literally just piles of gold, weapons, just hanging out. That's and hilarious. yeah, we like stumbled across this place because we were going through a cavern system. Yeah. And he's just, just like, yeah, um, this guy comes out of nowhere, and we're just like, oh, is this your treasure? Yeah. And he's just like, well, yeah, but we're related, so it's cool. And I was just like, we're related? I, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. And uh, he reveals himself. I'm all dazzled. And I'm like, well, I could really use the money. <laughs> and, and he, like, kicks me, like, a coin purse. And he's just like, here's 250 gold out the gate. And I'm like, thank you. That's Many amazing. blessings. And then, you, of course, you but you got to make him a room in the, ha in the, in the tree. So. Yeah, so, well, I mean, his room is the entire cavern system in the basement, so it's it's fine. Oh, so you built the tree on top of that cavern right system? Right on top. I was oh, just like, oh, smart. I'm I'm home. Oh. So we, we got all a central bank going, and nobody yeah, knows Yeah, your daddy, big daddy bank area over there. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, really pretty fun. much. That must come in handy if you need some fun, fun toys and stuff. Oh, yeah, man. we haven't gotten to, like, buying anything super expensive, but, yeah, you know, yeah, I know where he is. in my campaign. I'm struggling <laughs> to buy a damn plus one sword, and you're over here dropping mad treasure. Well. Right. He's just hanging out. That's wonderful. All right, cool. Well, uh, 
this has been this has been a lot of fun. You you had really great stories. I loved hearing about um all the home brewing, the battle royales. Like definitely, uh, have put a new splash of style into this show. Uh, so it's been a it's been really yeah. fun. So um, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank um, you for having me. Absolutely. Let me just do uh do a couple sign offs here, and then uh we'll uh we'll get you out of here. So um once again, everyone, this has been you had to be there, a D and D storytelling podcast where RPG enthusiasts such as us, such as yourselves, can come on and share their really fun stories. Uh, if you want to be on the show, you just email me at you had to be there, dndpodcast at gmail.com. That is D&D with those three letters. Um, and please just follow us here on Twitch if you want to watch it live, or you can listen to the audio wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and uh, keep, uh, keep playing games, and uh, I appreciate all, all the fun feedback and support that I've had so far on this show. So. Uh, once again, this has been You Had to Be There, a D&D storytelling podcast with Bella Salas. Bye, everyone. Bye.